Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Michigan Trails Report. I am your host, Tom Funk. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas and everyone received a copy of one of my books. 50 Hikes in Michigan's Upper Peninsula or 50 Hikes on the North Country Trail. Yeah, that would be awesome, wouldn't it, if everybody got a copy of that book. Well, it's great back to get back with you guys after Christmas and uh, talking trails. So let's get underway. Again, we'd like to mention our sponsor, which is Gateway to Pictured Rocks in Germfast. This three-bedroom, two-bath sleeps, eight comfortably, and more if you like cots and sleeper couches. And it's centrally located between Escanaba Marquette and the Sioux and St. Ignace. Less than an hour from both ends of Pictured Rocks and less than a mile from Sini National Wildlife Refuge. Check them out online. Write this down on the dust on your dashboard, vrbo.com backslash 980761. All right, well, uh, let's, uh, let's get underway here and, uh, talk trails. And as you know, if you're a longtime listener, you know, I have like 30 topics I rotate in and out, and I have about five or so that I have every single episode, including the ever so popular Permit Report, which gets a new name this week, and stay tuned for that. I've renamed the Permit Report, and uh, that's always part of the show. So, are you ready? Let's see if I can figure this out. Ooh, there you go. Hey, a hike of the week. State park you should visit? Nope, we've done that. Let's move on to Land Conservancy. And this one is owned by the Michigan Nature Association, which I believe is the longest standing uh, conservation organization that, uh, um, land conservancy that uh, preserves land. Um, the Nature Conservancy may be a little older, but this, this organization has been around since I believe the 1960s. And they own a mess of properties all over the state of Michigan. Uh, Michigan Nature Association. And they own Dewajak Woods in Cass County. And this is an especially cool place to visit in the springtime. So make a note to visit this uh, when the flowers are out because wildflowers are just amazing there. It is a 384-acre uh, wildflower sanctuary. It was first acquired in 1984 and has a 1.5-mile loop trail. And, uh, you know, the larger size of this property uh, is essential for maintaining the diversity of plant and animal life because some species like larger chunks of habitat. And uh, this allows for a mixed matrix of floodplain, southern music forest, hardwood swamp. Uh, there's, you know, gobs of bird species nesting in there. Uh, you can even find the black rat snakes. If you like snakes, that's a cool one to find. Uh, so, uh, check it out. MichiganNature.org. Alright, uh, pro tip. Uh, I may mention that uh, I did a little thing for another uh, podcast uh, a few weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it was how I do hydration. And what I do is, on a backpacking trip, I look at the map, and I note where natural water sources are. Um, and I load up first thing in the morning with as much water as I can. And then what ends up happening is I reach a happy medium as I use water uh, through the day. And then at the end of the day, when I'm done hiking, when I'm backpacking, uh, first thing I do is I take my pack off, and then I'll sit down, I'll drink water, and I'll eat 
uh, some uh, like a protein bar to kind of get some calories and some protein into my system to kind of get my body ready for uh, dinner time. So uh, that's uh, pretty much how I do hydration. I do use uh, two one and a half liter Nalgene bottles, and I use a uh, one and a half liter. Uh, camelback bladder as well. So I'm, I can carry quite a bit of water. Plus, I have a, uh, four liter, um, uh, basically, a, a, uh, I think you call them a boda. And it's plastic, it's made by platypus. And so when I get to camp, I'll fill up the uh, four liter one and use that. Uh, and I'll filter it as I go and as I need it. So, uh, when I, you know, start uh, you know getting ready for dinner at night. I have a mess of water, so I don't have to like walk back and forth to water fountains or anything like that. So that's uh, uh, kind of what I do uh, with uh, water. All right, uh, trail conditions. Holy smokes, folks! We got a lot of snow. You've probably seen all the reports. You can probably look out your window, and uh, the entire state of Michigan has snow. Uh, the Upper Peninsula and the west part of uh, the lower uh, receive the the lion's share of all the snow. Um, so you, you, we should all be skiing. We should all be snowshoeing in most of Michigan, except for maybe like the eastern half around the Detroit area. Um, and again, I posted online. Uh, the most recent snow maps and uh, you can always go to the NOAA Snow Data Center and uh, manipulate your uh, uh, data yourself and again there's a tutorial on the YouTube page on how to use it and I'll keep posting those um, as we go along. Um, I discovered uh, a new uh page to me, I guess, and maybe some of you guys know about this, it's skimichigan.org, and uh, there's another one that's uh, Michigan Ski Blog, and it uh, talks about all the cross-country trails and their conditions, also all the ski resorts. It is a very in-depth website. Um, I For now, go check it out. Uh, there was so much information, I didn't even know where to start to uh, um, uh, put it in here. So just know that cross-country skiing, it's happening. Um, and probably what I'll do is as things wind down for the season, uh, give more detailed reports, but I'll just remind you all, skimichigan.org, and then there's michiganskiblog.com as well, and they have a Michigan cross-country skiing link, uh, in there, and, uh, it was a fun website to go through. I'm like, man, this is really cool. Somebody's doing a lot of work uh, putting that together. Uh, they're doing more work than I am here on this podcast, so um, check those out. Uh-oh. All right, don't do this. Speaking of skiing, a meme, well, more of an infographic, is going around showing trail etiquette when it comes to groomed ski trails. The photo shows a six-foot-wide groomed trail created by dragging a blade behind a snow machine of some sort. And in that trail, uh, it puts in a ski track which sets several inches below the surface. Uh, The graphic shows where hikers and snowshoers should use the trail, and it's basically the very edge of the trail or off-trail. Um, sounds sensible. A ski trail, especially one where the maintenance is paid for by a ski club, you know, we should respect their activity and not ruin the groomed trail or track for the those that like to uh, ski skate, which is the the wider part, or cross country ski ski, which is in the track. But you wouldn't think so by some of the comments I've seen. Mostly it's uh, selfish talk. But hey, you know what? You see this stuff. It's on the ground. They, they put a lot of time and effort and money into creating this beautiful track for skiers. 
don't be that person and snowshoe across or post hole it with your boots. Walk on the edge or walk off trail. Um, a lot of these ski trails in Michigan are only ski trails in the wintertime. They're not really hiking trails uh, in the summer. So, you know, keep that in mind, too. I mean, these are probably truly just ski trails. So please uh, respect them and respect our skiers. Let's see. Um, hiking skills. Plan and prepare. So, again, I'd just like to remind everybody I have a bunch of tutorials on the YouTube channel. And my favorite is how to use the North Country Trail Planner on their website. You know, where I answer, you know, such uh, questions such as, uh, well, the number one that question I always see is where can I disperse camp on the North Country Trail? You know, go to the tutorial, check it out. It's Tom's Worldly Adventures, and uh, look for uh, hiking tutorials, and click on the link so you can learn a little bit more about hiking um, in our uh, on our North Country Trail. All right, it is time for the um, uh, what's going on in the Facebook groups here in Michigan. Uh, you would think winter time is a uh, time of less activity, but it's not the case. There's so much going on. Um, let's see. Michigan Hiking and Backpacking has a New Year's Eve group hike, Seven Lakes uh, State Park, 9.30 a.m. Uh, West Michigan Hiking and Backpacking, nothing. Uh, let's see. Northern Michigan Hiking and Backpacking, they still have their New Year's cabin trip on December 30th. I uh, haven't seen any new requests on Trail Angels, um, but if you've been uh, you know, following the progress of Joan Young as she uh, uh, hikes the North Country Trail through the UP, she has uh, um, been putting uh, uh, several requests on a Trail Angels page, but her current hike is on pause due to the deep snow in the UP, and she hasn't decided how or when she's going to finish the um, Upper Peninsula or Northern Lower Peninsula. So she's kind of on pause right now. Um, you can follow her blog at myqualityday.blogspot.com. And, of course, we will post the occasional update on the Facebook page, uh, Tom's Trail Tales. Okay, Chief Noonday Chapter, North Cut Trail, January 1st, first hike of the year, 11 a.m., Yankee Springs State Recreation Area. And they have a mess of hikes as well. Um uh, see the Hiawatha Shorter Shore chapter in the UP. They have a mess of hikes. Uh, upcoming one, first hike on the first, which is in Eckerman, 2 p.m. So hey, if you are a solo hiker and you like, you want to hike with other people, go onto these Facebook pages, look at the events tab, and you'll see um, lots of activities. So go check out the events tabs on these pages for more information. Classes and workshops found a two-day winter skills February 4 to 5th uh, in the Pigeon River State Forest. This free class is offered by uh, Michael Niger. Uh, info is on our Facebook page. Uh, job posting found uh, job posting on the North Country Trail Association's uh, Facebook page. They are seeking a full-time regional trail coordinator for Ohio and Pennsylvania, and so they are um, you know basically coordinators. Uh, with chapters and staff and affiliates, partners, National Park Service, local land managers, um, you know, regarding the planning, construction, maintenance, promotion, and protection of the North Country Trail. If I wasn't already working my dream job, I would definitely apply for this one. So uh, see the full position description on the North Country Trail website, northcountrytrail.org, and looks like they are accepting applications on a rolling basis, whatever that means, through January 15th. 2023. 
events, Outdoor Rama, February 21st to 23rd in Novi, uh, Saturday, March 4th, uh, Quiet Adventure Symposium, Michigan State University, Canoe Copia, Madison, Wisconsin, March 10th to the 12th, uh, The Crucible, uh, May 6th it is an endurance event, Portage Lake State Campground, um, and uh, yeah, so lots going on in the springtime as well. Hot topic. If you're a veteran listener of the podcast, and as you've uh, seen earlier, uh, you probably clued into the fact that I am a big fan of land conservancies. But what is a land conservancy? Land conservancies are non-governmental, not-for-profit organizations that own land. That is, they hold the title and have conservation easements on private property as well. And an easement is put on a title that restricts land use. For example, uh, an easement may prevent an owner from developing the land or preventing it from doing certain activities like logging, um, or they're at least restricted or uh, usually prohibited. Now, this land is voluntarily sold uh, or easements bought uh, by or for the land conservancy with donated funds. Uh, that is the, the lion's share of funding. There are some government grants that are in there, but these land conservancies uh, mostly uh, get a lot of their money from uh, private sources. Uh, they work to preserve natural areas, watersheds, even farmland depending on their mission. mission. And many of the properties are outright owned are open to hiking. So opportunities we didn't have 30 years ago. So, you know, when I was hiking, you know, as a, as a young man, we didn't have these land conservancies except for some nature conservancy properties here and there. So, you know, we, you know, you guys are just getting into hiking. I strongly urge you to check out these land conservancies. There's a website. It's called heartofthelakes.org. It lists all the land conservancies, what their missions are. Then you can, you can click through to the different land uh, conservancies. They tend to uh, have a region uh, that they work in. So there's like a Southwest Michigan Land Conservancy. There's a Tip of the Mitt. Uh, there's, a, I think, a Keweenaw. So, you know, check those out. Please support them somehow by becoming a member or even volunteering. They have a lot of volunteer events where you can go out and kill stuff like Autumn Olive. And uh, uh, volunteer labor is a big deal with these organizations. So uh, now I'll continue to plug uh, Land Conservancies. Um, as we uh, do this podcast. It is time for the reservation report. Wait, what happened to the permit report? Well, I keep adding content. And well, it isn't just permits. And aren't permits really just a reservation? Plus, it's catchier. So we're going to call it the reservation report here on out. First of all, have you downloaded the recreation.gov app? I've been monkeying around on it. It's working. It's awesome. You can look at calendars. You can read about uh, campsites, see what's available and what's not. So using the reservation.gov app, um, we're still waiting for January 1st. So a week from today, we'll be able to you know, be making those reservations for Pitchard Rock. So again, have three itineraries, be ready to go, and have a backup plan. 
because it's going to be hot and heavy on recreation.gov. You'll see smoke coming out of that app because everybody's going to be online making reservations. Grand Island, uh, they are reservable right now up to six months from today's date. So that means uh, through Memorial Day and into early June. And we are now approaching the 4th of July weekend. So if you're thinking of doing it, there's tons of availability. I've been scrolling through there. Not many people have made reservations. Um, there's quite a few walk-up campsites as well. Uh, so uh, be sure to check it. And if I remember correctly from last year, some of these walk-up onlys end up being reservation only on certain days. So you got to constantly check it. So going through there and looking for a Memorial Day weekend, I only saw two campgrounds that were full, and that was Shelter Ridge and Freighter View. Um, so there's still plenty of availability. But here's what's going to happen. Pitcher Rocks is going to fill up. People are going to freak out, and they're going to look over at uh, Grand Island, and you'll see those uh, start disappearing. So if you weren't planning on going to Pitcher Rocks, but you were planning on going to Grand Island, get in there now. Make your reservation so you don't face any disappointment. Bay Furnace opens on May 15th. All dates are still available. Again, you can find this on the app and the recreation.gov website. Um, State Park uh, Campgrounds and Backcountry Campsites, those are at mdnrreservations.com. I looked at uh, a state park for campsites for Memorial Day weekend. This time, this week, was Hoffmaster on the uh, shore of Lake Michigan. There's only eight campsites left for the entire weekend. So uh, there's another state park that's uh, full. So it looks like the popular parks that I've been looking at, if you don't have a campsite for Memorial Day weekend, um, it's slim picking. So you're going to have to have uh, alternative plans. Porcupine Mountains backcountry updates. Uh, last check, 42 of the 198 possible backcountry sites, or about 25% of the campsites, have been reserved um, over the three-day Memorial Day weekend. So uh, they're starting to fill up. Craig Lake, only three of the 66 possible uh, campsites are reserved. So um, that's a nice alternative uh, instead of going to some of the more popular parks. And again, Tequamina Falls, got to call them, ask them how they want uh, you to make their backcountry uh, reservations. And again, Isle Royal, uh, the Ranger 3 uh, starts taking reservations January 3rd, um, and it operates May 30th through September 12th. So uh, that's not Memorial Day weekend, folks. Um, so, And there will be three overnight trips to Windigo, uh, June 13th, 14th, July 11th and 12th, and August 8th to the 9th. So you can uh, drop off Windigo, hike back to Rock Harbor. And uh, you can go to mps.gov backslash ISRO, plan your visit, and click on the Ranger 3 link. Uh, our Royal Queen, still waiting for information on that. Um, the Voyager out of Grand Portage, Minnesota. I, I, I didn't look for information yet, but I will. I'll get to it. And snowmobile trails are officially open. Uh, I see most of them are being used. The ones that go through swampier areas, like the ones around Chiquamana, not quite yet. I gotta wait for the ground to freeze solid. Uh, but for the most part, they are open. So, uh, if you like to sled, uh, you're probably not listening to the podcast. You're probably out sledding right now. And let's see. Da, 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 da. I like that one. Hey, the weather forecast. Uh, Marquette, Upper Peninsula. Temperatures are going to be hovering around freezing for the next week or so. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to have, they're going to have lake effect snow as well. So the snow is going to continue up there. Grand Rapids, it's going to be in the 50s by the end of the week. And it's going to be rainy starting later this week, and it's going to go into next week. Yuck. Ugh, all the snow and cold, it's like perfect conditions. 
and uh, yeah, a lot of it's going to melt, which is really unfortunate. So, um, yeah, that's too bad. Really like the snow. All right, guys, that is a permit report for you. And hey, I checked the stats. And I have about 750 regular listeners, but very few followers. So, right now, look down. See that button that says following? Could you please click it? It's free. It won't cause a mark. I promise. Okay? Helps me out. All right. So, if you're listening, thank you very much. And uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor again, Gateway to Pictured Rocks. If you're interested in sponsoring a show, check out my Patreon account. Um... You know, so there you go. Quote of the week. It's not the mountain we conquer, but ourselves. That's from Sir Edmund Hillary. Thanks for joining us. And make sure to follow us. Facebook, Tom's Trail Tales, which covers the Great Lakes. Tom's World Adventures, which covers the rest of the planet. TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram, Tom's World Adventures. And as always, I put the transcript on my substack, thomasfunk.substack.com. So if you have friends that don't like podcasts, you can share the link with them. If you're a member of All Trails, follow me, Thomas Funk. And that Patreon account, patreon.com backslash Tom Funk. All right, you guys. Hope you had a great Christmas. Hope you have a great new year. We'll see you next year. Thanks, and see you again.